0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to OK Up, or welcome if it's your first time joining me. Today is very exciting because I will be doing kind of a continuation from the last podcast episode where I'll be reading some things um, from my childhood home. But this specifically is a little, I guess, survival guide made by my sister um, when I graduated high school to kind of get me through college. And so I'm going to read it and see how much that's held up, if I agree, if what helped me, what didn't help me, kind of just reflecting on it. Um, But before that, today was a very good day. Um, Pretty chill. Um, It's still my spring break and I'm actually recording this ahead of time when it will be um, published. So this isn't necessarily what I did the day it's published, but a positive thing that happened today i had a really long phone conversation with um my friend grace and that was really fun we i kind of talked about in the last episode how whenever i'm home i find you know old journals or books or phones and videos and stuff from my childhood and so we're reading through one of our really big fights from middle school and it was really funny and we were both sweating because it was so anxiety producing. Um, but nonetheless, it was fun to read. Um, so that was really nice to get to catch up with her. I also went for a beautiful run today and it's like that transition weather when it's like kind of stopping winter, knock on wood. Um, and so it was really nice. So it was like in the 40s. I was just in my sweatshirt and leggings and I saw a bug and that means spring and it was really exciting and I also heard a lot of birds which also means spring so it was all good things today but it was one of those runs where I felt like I could just keep going forever and ever um and I went further than usual but I had things to do today so didn't didn't do too much um I have now hit a tired wall it is about 5 p.m um but I have to stay up because I have dinner plans with a friend at six. So I'm trying to record some of this, if not all of it, and see if I can get it in. But I'm really am hitting a tired wall. So I knew if I scrolled on my phone and went through TikTok or something, instead of doing this, I'd probably fall asleep. So, and I just had a coffee too. Sometimes I swear coffee does jack squat for me. Um, but for the national day that it is today on is publishing day, March 12th. It is daylight savings, which I think is one of probably the most well-known ones. So we are, the days are going to be longer. We're going to see some more light at night, which I think will improve everyone's mood and seasonal depression. Um, it's also national girl scout day and check your battery day. Okay. That's awesome. Um, and this next one's a little confusing. It's National Christian Day. And I'm not talking about the religion. I'm literally talking about the name Christian. Um, so that's exciting if that's your name. Um, National Plant a Flower Day. That's a really fun one. And National Working Moms Day. A lot of beautiful days on this here, March 12th. Um, but yeah, pretty quick intro. Didn't do, I also went to the doctor today which was so nice. I feel like I always struggle finding a doctor that I like and I recently had one and then for unforeseen circumstances um couldn't see that one anymore, but I really like that one and the one I'm out today was so wonderful and I think it's always great when you find someone in the healthcare field that you can trust and it's a positive experience and so that was really exciting um, so I think without further ado we are going to be getting sorry I was looking at a text we're going to be getting started with this little reflection of this college survival guide let's begin so I am gonna do a completely separate podcast on like post graduation and post-college because I do feel like that is a um, challenging limbo that's not really talked about enough. I think that a lot of life prepares you from the transition from high school to college, but that post-college transition is really difficult for a lot of people. And I've talked with my sister about it. And so I think I want to have her on for that. But kind of what I'm going to be doing more is um the beginning of probably a lot of college reflection episodes, because I imagine that I'll be doing a lot of those now that I'm in my final semester. So first, I'll start with a little note she said in the beginning. She said, happy graduation, Libby. I can't believe you graduated high school. I'm so proud of you. You have done so many amazing things throughout your high school career, and I know you will continue to do so in college. I know you're probably both excited and nervous, so I want to write you a list of advice that I've learned over my past four years. I love you so much, and you are going to do... going to go so far. Love you. So I remember I didn't cry my entire graduation day, except when I read this, I got a little emotional because <laughs> it made it, it made it really real. Right. So this first quote unquote chapter is called move In day. She goes, move-in day was crazy. I was so nervous. Mom is going to want to spearhead this, so you should let her. You will probably have a short fuse from being overwhelmed. Try to be patient with her. It takes hours to set up your room, and chances are we'll all be sweaty and tired by the end. When we leave, you're going to feel alone. Hang out with your roommate, and please keep your door open. It is the best way to meet neighbors. So I remember my move-in day was actually a quicker process than my sister's was, um, I remember when we moved her in her freshman year. It was kind of an all-day ordeal and we didn't leave until dinner that night. But we had moved in, I think we got to my school at like nine o'clock in the morning and then my parents had left by noon. It was a really quick process, which was good and bad. It was it was good because it was it made it all quick and easy. Um and it kind of let the all the bad parts of move go by quicker, but it was also really isolating all at once. And I remember right when they left, I started tearing up and I walked to lunch with my roommate and I just kind of was really quiet because I was so sad that they left. Um, But yeah, I think all those stay pretty true. I don't really remember if my mom spearheaded it as much as she did my sister, but chances are if you go with a parent or a sibling or a friend or someone, there's going to be someone who's going to want to kind of take charge Um, and you can do with that what you will if you think it'll be easier just to let them go for it or if you kind of want to take control yourself, but I do recommend trying to keep any arguments and conflict to a minimum on move-in day, not just because it's kind of the last time you're going to see them for a little bit, but also it's, there's so many people packed into that one like two foot by two foot dorm room you brought your whole family your roommate probably brought their whole family and so it's a lot and so kind of preventing any chaos is really important because it'll make the whole process a lot more smooth. And yes, I remember I did keep my door open for um, at least the first few months, you know, if I was just in there on my computer. Sometimes it it worked. I think maybe this isn't just my experience. Um, I found myself going to other people's open doors more than I felt that people came to my open door it did happen sometimes but um regardless i do think it's important to take advantage of that open door um kind of unwritten rule when you're a freshman and just to meet new people even if it's not people you're ever going to see again but it is a really good icebreaker there some i remember someone walked by our says and was like oh my gosh i love the color yellow and just because we had a yellow like bedspread in our room um so i do think that is important but i found myself being one of the last people to keep it open roommate this is the next chapter called roommate this says i've always lucked out with roommates and i was lucky to have blank freshman year she gave a name try to always be courteous roommate make sure you spray your running shoes after your run if you watch netflix or youtube put headphones in don't keep your phone on loud if you're getting a million texts, if you have earlier classes than her, set your stuff out the night before and don't slam your drawers blank. Always woke me up that way. Also, if you need to be up front, I also, you need to be up front. I don't, I know you, sorry, I can't read today. I know you don't like confrontation, but your happiness depends on it. If I hadn't spoken up blank would have watched Netflix until three thirty AM every weekday in our bedroom. Um, that's that's very true. And I, I guess I'll unpack that in different sections. Um, I think that still remains so true. It's just being courteous. You know, I still to this day, I'm a senior and I have a very different living situation than I did freshman year. You know, I'm not no longer in a tiny little dorm room, but I still like to I spray my running shoes. I keep my things on my side of the room and I you know, try to keep things clean. I clean our bathroom. I clean our shower. Um, and I try not to like have too many dishes. That's probably my one, fa- not one. <laughs> That's probably one of my biggest fail flaws is dishes. Not even too like gross dishes, but like I'll use a fork and I'll keep it on my dresser for like a really long time. Same with laundry. I'll ha- take my clean laundry out of the dryer and then I'll just like, keep it, in my basket, like, on my desk. Like, that. those are my two biggest <laughs> fatal flaws. Um, but it is important to just be courteous. And, it, you know, I'm a YouTube fiend when it comes to just, like, listening to something. But I always have AirPods in. I always try to be courteous about using a low light if it's at night. Um, and then also about the confrontation thing, it can be really difficult in college. And luckily, freshman year, I didn't need do really any of that um i really lucked out too as my sister said she did um you know i've always roomed with close friends and sophomore year was COVID, and we were all in singles so i had a whole year of not dealing with a roommate um but you know that first year obviously you don't know your freshman roommate as well i remember really the only confrontation that i had which wasn't even confrontation it was me basically saying, basically asking slash saying I had alcohol in the room. Um, and she was like, that's fine. I, I don't care. And it made me feel so much better because I felt like I was sneaking around for so long. But once I told her, I'm like, oh, phew, I felt so guilty about it. Um, and it ended up not being a big deal at all. Okay, the next one, homesickness. If you feel homesick, which everyone does their first semester, call us. Hopefully, I'll be living close by and we can hang. If you're homesick, the best thing to do is be with people. My friends and I missed home, and we made it a goal to make it until Columbus Day. It was a long six weeks, but by the time I came home that weekend, I actually felt excited to go back. You might not love Regis right away, but eventually you will, and going home won't just mean Bow; It will also mean your dorm. That is true. I've actually noticed myself saying... um. I'm going to my parents' house, and then when I'm going back to my school, I'll be like, oh, I'm going home. Um, so that's that actually is very true. And I was very homesick freshman year. The only difference is I felt like I was the only one, even though it's not really how that was, but um, I lived the furthest away out of all my friends in college freshman year. Um, and so they didn't quite feel that same homesickness. And I felt like a lot of them didn't have as much of a positive high school experience as I did. And so they were totally, totally ready to make friends, make new friends in college. And I was still kind of mourning my high school relationships that I wouldn't see as often. Um, So it was a little different, but, you know, I did try to make goals for myself. I too tried to stay home until Columbus Day weekend. I too tried to like not go home every weekend because it's a really I think that's a really big thing is to not go home every weekend. Even if you live close by, you will love your college experience so much better if you stick it out as uncomfortable as it can be. And I hated staying those weekends. I remember I used to not I used to dread the weekends. So I'm like, oh my gosh, there's no structure. What am I supposed to do with myself all weekend? So like I get it. And it can be difficult, but really try to set goals for yourself so that you can have the best college experience you can. Next one. First day of classes. Before my first day of class, blank, 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 and I used our portals to find the room numbers of our classes. And we walked around to find our classes ahead of time. It helped me a lot being familiar with the area. The first week is called syllabus week, basically meaning you don't have as much homework to do. Woo! So I go to a really small campus. So this wasn't as much of an issue for me. Obviously, that first week, you don't know where anything is as a freshman, even if it is a small campus. And so I think me and my roommate did kind of walk our classes, which was helpful. So if you're ever insecure about that, um, I do recommend doing that. Um, But it's one of those things where also for the first day of classes, first week of classes, you don't really need to be prepared with anything unless a professor explicitly says to do so, even if they say to buy a textbook, don't do it yet. Just don't. Like, wait till you can find the cheapest one. Wait till they say if you actually need it. Like, you really don't do anything that first week. Okay, the next thing. Joining clubs. Within the first few weeks, your school will probably have an involvement fair. You have to go. She meant, like, like do this. It'll help you. But do not join everything. Please, college is harder than high school. And if Regis Cedars anything like her schools, then it will be intense. Make sure to get involved, but don't overdo it. Also, this is the best time to try something new. I love church choir. That's kind of her new thing she joined. Um, yeah, this is true. I remember freshman year going to the involvement fair, and I was actually really excited for this because I needed some type of extracurricular. I didn't know how to not do something with my time. And at this point I wasn't doing cross country and track. And so I felt really um bored a lot of the times um and I just I thrive better when I'm busy it especially freshman year it was painful to do nothing um but I joined theater I joined um like the chorus there I joined intramurals I joined this like relaxation type club like there i joined a lot of things and granted I really only stuck with theater but I think it was important to at least get your email on those lists because and then you can go to the first meeting if it's your vibe great if not then at least you met some new people and there are some it's funny I, I look back at some of the clubs that I went to for like a couple of weeks and I'm like I was in that club for a couple of weeks like it's it's kind of bizarre because you do things that are really outside your level of comfort but it is um, really important to go to those involvement fairs and make a goal to sign up for like three clubs because also chances are that one or two of those clubs doesn't really meet that often or isn't going to be what you love. And so try to sign up for at least three. Next one, drinking. I know you didn't dr- You didn't really drink in high school, and you do not have to in college. I didn't drink much my freshman year. If you do want to drink, though, only accept drinks from people you know. Your tolerance will be low, so don't drink more than two drinks the first times you really drink. We'll get back to that. Remember, one drink equals one can of beer equals one glass of wine equals one shot. If you ever don't want to drink, just say no. No one cares. Or you can just hold a cup. No one will notice. Um... Yeah, so no one cares about drinking and stuff. It's not like, it's not like those '90s movies where it's like, "Come on, Debbie, have a have a sip of this drink. You're a loser." It's not like that. Like, I mean, I'm, I've never been involved in Greek life or anything, so I can't really speak on that. But from my experience, no one cares. In fact, it just means more alcohol for them. Um, so. And I didn't drink until Halloween, weekend, my freshman year. Um, and I did not start off with two drinks. And I remember being like, whoa, because I did not drink in high school. Um, and so it was definitely a new experience. So definitely be aware. And I also very much agree with only accept drinks from um, people you really trust. I would even say, like, really limit that number because even if you think you trust them, you never know. Um So just always be cautious about that. Um, And like the amount of times I'll I'll still go out now and if like I have something the next day and I don't want to be hungover, I'll bring my water bottle. I'm like, I'm hydrating today. Like no one cares. Next one. Making friends. She goes, like I said earlier, keep your door open. Say hi and be friendly to as many people when you first get there. People are going to be obnoxious and act like they're loving everything and have so many friends even though they literally just met. Don't be fooled by this. You will make quality friends. Don't be nervous and you don't have a ton of friends right if you don't have a ton of friends right away. This is very true. I think especially starting college, a lot of freshmen are like, my new people, my besties. And it can be really intimidating um, as a new college student who doesn't feel the same way. Um, And even though I probably had similar relationships at that point to what these people were posting, I didn't consider them like my new people yet. I am a very much quality over quantity person. And so it took me a while to really, you know, gain um, genuine friendships. But it is important to have those surface level friends that maybe you don't talk to anymore. But those are kind of like your building friends in your path to college. And it's kind of funny to look back. on like, oh my gosh, they're back to when I was friends with them. Um, but yeah, keeping doors open, joining clubs, um, and just being friendly. I I think that it's really important to, you know, at least like as tempting as it can be to keep your AirPods in and look down at least that first month, you know, just try to Look up and group, greet people with a smile. Just be friendly. As awkward and uncomfortable as it can be, for me, it was really uncomfortable, but it's it'll pay off in the end. Okay, I took a short break, and by short break, I mean four and a half hours. Um, but I went and got dinner with a friend, and so that was very fun. Also, um, side note, I got a tetanus shot today just because it was like my 10-year needed tetanus shot. Um, and so that arm's getting sore, but for some reason, my other arm is really sore too. And I don't really know why. Oh, it might've been because I did some cross country skiing yesterday. Okay. never mind. Continuing on. (laughs) Okay. So the next little chapter is Ubers. So she says when possible, take Ubers with your friends. When it arrives, check the license plate to make sure it matches up. Also, the phone the driver uses should be, have your name on it. If you ever feel sketched out, share your location with a friend. Now that is very true. And honestly, this is something I need to be better at. Um, not cause I'm irresponsible with Ubers. Um, I always, you know, when they come and get me, I ask who they're there for. And that's also a really good tip where, um, rather than saying, Oh, are you here for Libby? Say, who are you here for? Cause if they tell you, then they, it has to be the right one. Um, so that would be a, Big piece of advice. But I remember my first, pretty much my first Uber ride. Um, I think it, I was alone because my school did theater with another school nearby and auditions or callbacks or whatever it was, was at the other school. I didn't have a way to get there. So I took an Uber and, or I think I had someone drive me there, but because everybody's callbacks were at different times or ended at different times, I took an Uber back to school. Um, and I was alone in that one, but that's really the only time I've had to take an Uber alone because usually when I do, it's because me and my friends go out and obviously can't drive. Um, but yeah, I think just really checking checking the license plate is the biggest thing. When me and a couple of friends of mine were in Canada um, – We were waiting for an Uber and it was a red, I think it was like a red Kia, which is, those are, Kias are pretty like distinguishable um, and a certain license plate. So we, like this red Kia pulls up, but it wasn't the same license plate. And however, when I said, who are you here for? They said, I'm here for Libby. Um, So that was bizarre and we still took it. (laughs) Um, But it was the right person. They were rooted in everything, but just make sure the license plate is the biggest thing. Um, ask them who they're there for and try to take them with a friend if possible. This next says work. So she goes, I definitely recommend getting a job. Boston is expensive and you'll spend a lot of money. I worked only five hours a week and that was perfect for me. That's very true. I remember one of the first things I did was I got an on-campus job, especially as a freshman, whether you can have a, I just heard a weird noise coming outside, um, whether you have a car or not, I really do recommend um, getting an on-campus job. Even like she said, if it's five hours a week, there there are so many places hiring on a college campus, some really niche jobs that you wouldn't even think of. I, wor- I remember I worked in the theater and I would literally just work in the office and be basically a point of contact if whoever was renting out the theater had a question. Sometimes I would like set up for events, but I worked probably five hours a week too. But like, you can work in the bookstore or if there's a coffee shop on campus or in the library or um, in athletic, like there's so many opportunities. And if you go to your career person, they'll point you in that direction. Or if you literally look up, like the amount of times I've looked up Regis College jobs. I have going to I'm gonna sneeze sorry um the amount of times I've looked at Regis College jobs and the list of opening jobs for students on campus is insane so if you if you need a job there's going to be a job to get and I do recommend having some some sort of job um just to at least have some type of income to at least have fun money while at school freshman year was the brokest I've ever been I remember I had A very low number in my bank account, Um, but it would have been even lower if I didn't have kind of that extra income coming in at school. The next one, parties. Make sure to stay in groups. Don't go anywhere alone with anyone you don't know. Jungle juice is a strong mixed drink. Served at a lot of these parties, but they're easy to lace with a dangerous drug. Roofies. A good way to make sure it's safe is if you see a guy drinking the same drink. Hold your drink with your hand covering the top and don't leave your drink unattended. Also, if a party gets busted, you probably won't actually get in trouble. Just leave. The cops don't actually care. They just want people to go home. Um, That's true. I mean, I feel like when I was in under – I don't really go to parties anymore. I've kind of outgrown them. I prefer just going to bars with my friends now. But when I was like a freshman and sophomore and I would go to these parties, they were much more like sweet parties on campus. Um, And so it wasn't as much as like – I bet what a big school has of, like, going to a frat and, um, you know, going to a house. But personally, if I would ever bring a drink to a party, I would always bring something with a straw, like a lid and a straw. Any type – like, one of those Starbucks tumblers, I think those are really good to bring because those are really hard to – for someone to slip someone in. And I would just say, rule of thumb, bring your own drink. Like, don't – don't get what someone offers you. And But that is a good – if you do end up taking it, make sure – have the person who's serving it drink it first. And that is a good rule of thumb. Um, But what I'd say is you only know what you put into your own drink. And so it can be really dangerous. So just make sure I would really just stick to what you bring. And if that's the thing about it getting busted is true. I mean, again, I have never really dealt with the big, large scale frat parties, but the amount of times freshman year where people would be like, shut up, campos outside. And I'd be freaking out. And now for that were to happen, I would be like, Okay. Like I'm going to go back to my room. (laughs) Like I just don't, it's not a big deal. It's everyone does it. It's not, you're not going to get in trouble. Just go home. This next one is a little, um, might be a little gross, but I do think it's important. So this next chapter is pooping. She goes, just poop. You are all going to be using the same bathroom. Everybody poops. If you are scared about others hearing Put toilet paper down first before going. You'll also find times when people aren't really in the bathroom. I remember this was a really big stress of mine. Just bathrooms in general at college, you know, using communal bathrooms all the time. I remember the first time I cried while at school. I was in the stall of the bathroom because I was i was crying because I was in a stall. I was like, this isn't my bathroom at home. Um, but it comes to the point where no one cares. I used communal bathrooms up until last year. Uh, and... At that point last year, I would literally have no shame. I would go to the bathroom and, like, watch TikTok out loud. (laughs) Like, I just don't care. And, like, everyone's living there. It's everyone's home, everyone's bathroom. So no one really cares. Um, And the communal bathrooms aren't even used as much as you would think they are. I'd say more times than not, I was in there alone rather than people in there. Plus, it's always good to kind of have those little safe bathrooms on campus, whether there's, like, a single stall in the lobby of your dorm or in another building but at the end of the day it's normal next says majors I know you want to be an exercise science major now but if that ends up switching that's okay I heard the average college student changes their major six times I didn't even know what neuroscience was before freshman year and I'm so happy I switched from bio once you take some classes you'll get a feel for what you like don't stick with a major you hate it is so not worth it so that's true too um I, so I didn't switch majors. I, but I did add a major. I am still exercise science. That's still my major. That's still my passion. That's what I'm be, that's what I'm essentially using for my, de- my like next degree someday. I'm going to be going to occupational therapy school after this, and that's because of my exercise science degree. Um, But I did add environmental sustainability. And You know, freshman year, I was kind of realizing how much of a passion it was and how much of an interest it was of mine too, of the environment and climate change and, you know, all the different factors that go into that. And also just like public health in general, that that ties into environmental sustainability too. But I noticed my school didn't offer it as a minor. They only offered it as a major. And so I kind of decided, you know, it might be a little bit more work, but I'll get two majors for the price of one. And um, yeah, so I did add one and that wasn't part of the plan. I was originally just going to be exercise science and have a nutrition minor. Now I don't have that nutrition minor and I have another major. So yeah, I would say it's okay if you don't always stick with what major you go in with. 18-year-old you isn't going to be the same as 22-year-old you. So be open-minded and don't be hard on yourself if you have to switch. Next one, finals. Finals are worth more than they were at high school. Make sure to start make sure to start packing, LOL, I mean studying a few weeks in advance. I attended lots of study sessions and tutor appointments over the years, and it was really helpful. Finals are still just tests, so prepare, but don't stress too much. That's fairly true, and I think a lot of times finals aren't even cumulative um, in college. Like, sometimes they are for my classes, but also a lot of times um, it's just like a regular test. I personally, I'm a very, I have a very specific way of studying and it really only works when I do it independently. I like, you know, making my quizlets and my flashcards and I have a very scheduled regimen of how I study. Um, So tutoring and study sessions don't really work for me. I kind of get stressed out when I'm in them. I'm not really an audible learner. I very much like looking at something, but if that works for you, every campus offers that. And I know when it gets closer to test time and finals time, that is a very used tool. Um, I, th- I do remember going to a few anatomy study sessions my freshman year because that was kind of just the thing to do when in anatomy. But and they weren't too helpful for me. But I know that a lot of other people who have different ways of learning that did help them. And so if that's your vibe, you'll you'll find it. And i also agree with that it's just a normal test it's not necessarily anything like it finals make it, it well college makes finals sound so so scary but at the end of the day you've done a test before and that's what it is the next one alone time make sure to carve out some alone time for yourself you are constantly with people in college which is good but make sure to have time to yourself Running, watching a show, or doing errands are all things I – I'd – something I needed alone time. Mm. I'd do if I needed alone time. Yep. (laughs) College is crazy, so make sure to check in on yourself sometimes. I remember the first week or so, two weeks of college, I hated being alone because when I was alone, I was just thinking about how homesick I was and how there was still 15 weeks left of the semester. and. There were still eight semesters left left of college, and how I don't feel like I fit in. Like I just over was overthinking when I was had alone time. But as you get older and you get a little, things get crazier. You want that alone time. Like now, if I get alone time, if I have a little bit of time before class or before internship, work, practice, um, I crave that time. And so it can be hard sometimes to accept alone time, especially as a new freshman, but it's really important. College is the weirdest time of a person's life because it's like summer camp, but then you don't actually leave. You are constantly with people. You're living with people, eating with people, obviously in classes with people. Everything is surrounded by people. And even if you're not directly interacting, that's really draining of a social battery. And so just making sure you do have that alone time just to recharge. Like for me, I need like, an hour to myself at night right before I go to bed to, like, scroll on TikTok, um, watch some YouTube, I need it. And that's, like, a really crucial part to keeping my sanity. Next one, dining hall. The dining hall is a very social thing, especially freshman year. The first few times I went with blank, her roommate, I – and gradually, I went more with my orientation group. Be bold. Everyone's trying to make friends. So just saying, hi, I'm Libby. I'm a freshman or something like that, To that will get you friends. That's how I became friends with blank. I even went on a date with this kid who randomly asked if he could sit with me. Just be bold and friendly. Um, she, also, she wrote in parentheses after the date part, pre-Kevin. That's her very long-term boyfriend now. Um i what was i gonna say that part i forgot she's told me that but that threw me (laughs) um but yeah the dining hall is i remember being really stressed out about it at first because it is such a social thing and i remember being like do i get the 19 meal taps or 14 meal taps because i don't want to miss anything but i also don't want to go alone like that freshman year it was so difficult i don't think i ever went to a meal alone i was so self-conscious but no one cares if you're in the dining hall alone. Sometimes I love that time in the dining hall alone, and I like, you know, I'll go on my computer, I'll eat my lunch, and I'll be on my way, and that's okay. No one's paying attention to you. But also, as an incoming freshman, it's okay to ask to sit with someone, and to, you know, like she said in that little entry, um, just introduce yourself to someone, and people will appreciate it. I've talked about this many, many times, but. Um, long story short, I met one of my college best friends in the dining hall by just randomly sitting with her one day. So it is very, it is a crucial thing, but don't let it stress you out too much. The next one, your school ID. Do not wear your lanyard around your neck. It screams freshman. Just carry it in your hand or the back of your phone. Yeah, I can't argue with that one too much. (laughs) Um, I rather than having a lanyard, I always have had like the back of the phone little wallet thing. And I love that. That is like, I'm like, why doesn't everyone do this? Um, But that's like my most needed thing in life is the back of the phone wallet. It's so handy for me. Um, So yeah, I would just say that. Um, And honestly, I don't think having a lanyard is that big of a deal. I do know that in some college campuses, it's like, oh, freshman. But like, yeah, you're a freshman. It's okay. It's kind of wholesome and cute. Um, and then she finishes up. So that was the last of the little lessons. But then she says, be smart, optimistic, and have fun. Never again in your life will you live with so many friends and be a part of so many fun activities. It is tough at times, but overall, I'm grateful for my college experience. I'm here if you ever need anything. Happy graduation. Love you. P.S. Use the rest of this journal to document your freshman year. I wish I used the journal my freshman year. You know, I didn't do that with this one, but I did have a, another journal. Um, so yeah, that's the me little debriefing on her how-to book. All in all, beginning of college is crazy and stressful and chaotic, but I hope that maybe some of these advice little tidbits that my sister gave me and that I can now give you, um, might be a little helpful. Um, but like I said before, I do want to continue kind of this series of college and post college and a semester, senior year, all that stuff, because it is crazy how it's sneaking up on me. Um, being for spring break now, this is the last time I'll have a break until graduation. So it's crazy. I don't know where the time went. I'd it boggles my mind. But thank you all so much for listening. I appreciate it so much. Like always, I'm rooting for you. And please join me next time on OK Up.